0: And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast, Fear is a Liar. Today, we start to work on the solutions. We've spent uh, 10 days on the issue or all the different layers and levels of fear. And if you're just joining us, I would encourage you to go back and listen to all of it. Uh, you know, some of it is is got uh, some science in it uh, as far as your body chemistry, physiology was happening. But also there's a lot of really powerful stuff in there uh, that we talked about. Some of it came from a PhD and some of it I've, you know, I've just learned over the years. But all of it is useful in determining where your fears are and diagnosing exactly what you need to face head on. And now we're going to get into the solutions on how to overcome that. Okay, so, um, so this, is, this is the fun part. This is where we start to actually begin to apply some solid applications that will lead you out of the fear. All right, so the first thing, that number one on the list here, is we need to begin to analyze the fear. Okay, uh, we need to realize what, where it's coming from and identify it. So it, it's it's a lot like problem solving, say, in the workplace or, you know, in a, in a situation of maybe time management organization, etc. That, and that's the reason we just spent 10 days on it, is to help you to identify where the challenge is. Uh, now, whether you need to sit for a few minutes and just observe your thoughts, or maybe even better, do a thought journal. And this has been a powerful tool for many counselors and psychiatrists. But, you know, even even if you just did it for three days, you could really begin to discover some things you never noticed before. And this is something I've prescribed in the past for other things, but this is such a powerful tool. I mean, it'd be great if you could do it for a whole week, but even just in you know, two or three days, you'll begin to notice some some very significant patterns in how you're thinking um, write down at any moment what your thoughts, what what it makes, what those thoughts are doing to you, what your feelings, uh, body sensations, any kind of of um, uh, knee-jerk reactions that you're having to to these thoughts and processes and patterns, and begin to to you know kind of again pull yourself out of your own emotions and look at it from the outside in. So you're almost going to pretend like it's not you that you're writing that you're reading about once you get it written down. But it's somebody else, and how would you advise them? If you were, say, their coach or their counselor or their psychiatrist or their guide or their mentor, how would you advise them to handle these kinds of feelings and thoughts that you're having? And once you write it down, and and, and be as specific as you can, okay, Uh, consider starting to write down maybe notes on the side or on a different page, as to how you might tackle it. Now, triggers is one of those things that I'm always a big advocate of of writing down or at least making a list of is things that trigger you, okay? So we mentioned earlier on in the series arachnophobia, which is a fear of spiders. Well, if that's a trigger for you, then write it down, okay? Spiders trigger me, okay? Um, If it's, you know, uh, something else that you're afraid of, uh, you know, relational issues, you know, maybe financial issues, societal issues, you know, whatever it is, health issues, write them down as a trigger something that you know makes your heart beat faster that causes you to start to you know you know I feel that rise on the inside of you that you're getting scared that you're beginning to react in ways that are not going to be healthy for you not only physically in terms of what they'll do to damage your health but mentally because that's when when you're blinded then there's no cure okay so the whole idea to this is to get beyond the blindness to begin to see things as they really are to get very honest, raw, and realistic about what you see on the page after you've taken this thought journal. okay? So that's my first prescription. My first advice is just begin to record your thoughts. Just don't try to make them up or anything. Just think like you normally think and begin to pay attention to those things that are triggers and, and, and find out where the patterns are, where the disruptions are. The more that you can find the truth in, in all of this, and begin to honestly diagnose it, and see it for what it is. Call it out for what it is. Stop trying to stuff it. Stop trying to avoid it. Stop trying to, you know, find a, a blame for it. Well, you know, okay, I'm afraid of that, but that's because of this. Well, I'm afraid of that, but if this person stopped it, then I would, you know, or I'm afraid of this, but if, you know, our government would, you know, or whatever. I, I mean, I don't know what you're afraid of. I have no idea. Um, but my point is, we've got to stop playing the blame game, because... When it comes down to it, we're still 100% responsible for our own happiness, our own fulfillment, and our own joy in life, no matter what is going on around us. And yes, you may have some horrible situations in your life right now. I get that. I am not trying to undersell that, belittle it, discard it, write it off, nothing like that. But what I am asking you to do is to think about being very honest with yourself so at least, at the very least, even if you can't change what's going on around you, you can get a grip of what's going on inside of you because that's when the victory is won, okay? So you can have, you know, i, I I'm, I'm gonna have, I got just about a minute left and I'm going to share this really cool thing that I, I remember I, hear, I heard once and it's worth repeating at this point. They had an art contest and they asked everybody to paint a picture for this contest that resembled peace, and some people, you know, painted a you know beautiful river going through a forest. Others painted a little pathway in the woods. Some people painted, you know, this beautiful majestic landscape with the sunrise maybe over a lake. But the one that won, that that actually won the contest, was this picture of dark clouds and lightning and storms all over the palette. But in the very center, in the front, on this little branch, was a bird. And under this bird's wing was her little, um, you know, her little uh, birdlings. whatever <laughs> They're called little chicks. Um, they were under her wing, okay? <laughs> Baby birds. And, and that, that was a symbol of peace. Think about that. So it's not so much, you know, what sinks ships is not the water that's swirling around that ship, but the water that's inside the ship. That's what's sinking the ship. And so that's my first assignment. That's my first, and I would say most important key to moving forward and getting beyond the sphere is getting very realistic about where you stand and finding out what you have to face head on so we can begin to move forward into that piece. Well, I hope this is helpful. Please come back tomorrow for more. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire.